Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Delay of Game podcast with your hosts, Wit and Matt. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. I definitely just almost introduced myself as Matt. So we're becoming how I'm working today. (laughs) We're all just molding into one person. Hey, it's like when we used to work together. If we had to answer each other's phones, if somebody, if I answered it and they're just like, oh, hey, Wit, I just roll with it. I didn't care. It was easier than explaining. Exactly. And then whenever like a creditor calls, I'm like, uh, no, you're trying to reach Matt. <laughs> I, no, no, not me. Not me. <laughs> so, yeah, like uh, we got a good show for you guys. Uh, thanks for coming through. Yeah, I'm glad. Hopefully lots of people are back. We have so many new Twitter followers. Hopefully some of them are giving us a listen. I would imagine so. I mean, we've got sultry voices. We're bringing good content. And at the very least... We've threatened them on a number of occasions. Hey, bodily harm is a great motivator. So is getting stuff. But That's true. We, That's you know, true. Honey in one hand, vinegar in the other. That's right. I like the fact that you have a plan A and a plan B. Okay. Yeah. And then plan C, I assume, is just a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's in my pants. Oh, you old dog, you. Well, this week's episode, we're going to be doing our mock draft, where Matt and I are going to go through the 32 picks. We'll go back and forth about what we're doing, what we're looking at, and this is just going to be fun for us. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty free-form one, right? Not Like, this is the dead period. There's not a lot going on other than just more drama with my Washington football team. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen the recent news on that. I did. I don't. I saw a little bit. I didn't click the link. So just so everyone knows, you know, a little something different before we go deep dive into the draft. Apparently, Daniel Snyder has been trying to hide ticket sales from the NFL. So he'll list like instead of saying, hey, this is from a football game, he'll put it as like a concert. So at least there's been some where they've seen. Football ticket sales as renamed like Kenny Chesney Chesney concert tickets because no shit that funds is not being reported to the NFL pool. So there's definitely at least coming from the congressional report. There's allegations that like he was hiding money from the NFL, which if I know anything about the NFL, that's the one way that they're going to (laughs) get mad at you. It's true. That's a real deal way to piss them off take their money like you can do a lot of shit and get away with it but theft of money is pretty much the worst crime you can commit at this point when are they just gonna cut the cord like make him sell the team i have to imagine those discussions are happening maybe they need to make sure it's like concrete so they really set a precedent that you know there has to be actual confirmed conduct they don't Mm -hmm. maybe just don't want to go off of the you know allegations but I assume there's a lot of internal investigations going on. They are monitoring this whole congressional hearing closely. And if something comes out of this, I could definitely see them forcing a sale without really maybe even you know telling people that they're forcing it. It's all of a sudden mm-hmm. Daniel Snyder sold it to somebody. Yeah, like, he's oh. taking a, an opportunity to spend time with his family. Yeah, work on some other project he's got going on. Well, what's crazy to me is this is like the third off-season report we've had about the the commanders it at this point it should be comical the fact that your team is in the news for all of the wrong reasons regularly horrible as a fan 
we're just hoping eventually the dam breaks, that there's enough stuff that forces the hand of the NFL. That's the only way we can survive as fans. Because then hopefully somebody else comes in. Even if they have minimal competence, they will be okay. better than Daniel Snyder, who has none. All right. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed that that doesn't happen because keeping that man safe at all costs, that's exactly what I need. He has been holding the team down better than Gettleman ever did with the Giants. <laughs> all right. Well, then. Why don't we just jump right into it? Speaking of bad teams, we've got our first first picks coming up. Now, I don't know about you, like going through this, there isn't a guy that I thought was the surefire can't miss. This was hard. Incredibly difficult. Last year, we kicked ass with our mock draft that we did. I don't think we got to put it out, but we did one. We did tweet it out. I think we did awesome. This year, mm-hmm. I'm going to be lucky to hit like two. It's going to be Agreed. rough. Agreed. I had to get myself in the mindset of these teams suck at drafting and they don't draft well. So I had to try to keep that in mind. Yeah, I keep that in mind. But there's just no clear cut opinions on everybody. Everybody is he's good, but there's always Mm -hmm. some baggage to like every single one of these players, it seems like, unless they're at a position that is a low value position. Agreed. You know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. The top 10. Whatever teams are in there, good luck. All the values after that. It's all after that. Yeah. So we see a ton of, well, we have seen a ton of movement in that top 10 because a lot of teams are trying to jump up to snack people. I'm going to guess there's less of that. It's going to be more of that 10 to 20, maybe even 20 to 30 range if they see somebody has fallen and they think they can get some value there. So I don't know if there's going to be a lot of clamoring to get to that very top. But I think mm-hmm. that middle to late round, we're going to see a lot of movement. I didn't do any of that in my draft. I'm just didn't feel like doing trades just yet. Maybe when we get together, do the final one, we can predict some. I don't know if you okay. did or not. But. I did not. Just it's it's too it's too money unknowns for me right now. Yeah, I would so, rather wait till right yeah. before. Exactly, exactly. So without further ado, the number one overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguar select, Matt. I went D-line, so I've seen different people across the board, but I went Aiden Hutchinson. He seems to be getting the best grade as a D-lineman. Seems like a good pick. If you're going, number one, get that pass rusher. I also went Aiden Hutchinson. I don't think that they should. I think they should lean into protecting Trevor Lawrence, but conventional wisdom tells you that the Jags won't do that, and they're going to take the hot name, and that's Hutchinson. So that's the pick. All right. It looks like a f- agreement to start. Nice. All right. Okay. So Lions at number two. Who do you got? I got Oregon Edge, Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay. Yeah. I could definitely see that as they want somebody to bite knees. I went <laughs> on the O-line, though. I went tackle Charles Cross, Mississippi State. It's hard to pick a top tackle, but he seemed the most pass, uh, the best pass blocker so i thought they might want him cross is good but i don't even have him as the best tackle on my board like i just he's good don't get me say wrong he's the best tackle yeah i said he's the best pass blocking tackle from what i read not necessarily the best overall okay so i just thought like dan campbell was going to continue to build in the trenches last year they went and they got penny Sewell. i think this year they try and get a an edge rusher but we're going to see i mean that's... number three third overall pick houston texans select so they got a new head coach, Lovey Smith. 
They're going to revamp that defense. They're going to kind of make a surprise pick here. Sauce Gardner. He has some great oh tape. Oh, my God. They go for the home run with Mr. Gardner. No, no. Oh, my Lord. If that happens, do you want to, like, the NFL minds are going to implode. Sauce Gardner is good. Number three overall? Uh-uh. I don't trust the Texans to make a good pick here. That's why I put Gardner. All right. Okay. You know what? I like, I get your logic. I do. I went offensive tackle Evan Neal. Sam Mills, he didn't do bad last year. Why not give something around him to protect him? I'm going with that. That would make a ton of sense to pair him up with Laramie Tunzel. Yeah. But if it makes a ton of sense, we'd see teams not do it all the time. <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely accurate. So more than likely, they're going to go like a kicker or some shit. <laughs> it's going to be something <laughs> random. A quarterback. All right. So on to the Jets at four. Who you got? Uh, just because they were in the market for a receiver, I think they're going to take the top receiver on my board, and that's Chris Olave. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Garrett Wilson. <laughs> my bad. Gotcha. The, uh, Ohio State receiver. All right. I'm going to spoil my pick a little bit later. So I like your thinking. I had them taking him at 10. So here I have them going D-line with Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay. So the best pass rusher who was available because I had Aiden Hutchinson go one. So, No, I get it. I mean, and it makes sense with Robert Sala being their head coach that they would go defense. I get it. That's not a bad play. So I just had them waiting. Okay. So number five pick, we've got the Giants. Kettleman's not there, so... He won't make us happy and get something that they absolutely don't need. So what do you think they go for? So I feel like they need help on that O-line since Gettleman just kept missing. I have Evan Neal still available in my mock draft, so I have them taking him here. Okay. All right. I also went offensive line, but I went uh, Ikem Ikwamu from uh, NC State. Gotcha. That would make a ton of sense, too. Okay. All right. So then we've got the number six overall pick. Matt, what are you thinking? This is going to be another crazy one. I tweeted at our poll my thoughts on QB, and I'm sticking by them. They're going to reach here, go a little bit crazy, Desmond Ritter, QB. Oh, my God. I think they go QB, but it's Malik Willis. If Desmond Ritter is the first quarterback off the board, just you go ahead, stop everything because the trades and the craziness you're going to see after that is going to be insane. We always see differing opinions on quarterback just because somebody's rated number one. Well, this one is there even really a number one quarterback? Malik Willis kind of has gotten the lead, but I feel like it's all over the place. He, I think you're right. He's the number one quarterback by default. Like he, he's not blowing the competition out of the water. It's just that they are a little bit lesser than he is. I think he just had better like combine and pro day. He just really mm. lit people up there. So I don't know. Uh, agreed. Also, you got to look at the level of competition, in my opinion, Liberty flames and then Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati Bearcats, but they played some legitimate teams and then Kenny Prickett at Pitt. I, Willis, there's a lot of questions, but all right, I'll go with it. I'm having fun with it. We always see craziness happen. So I'm trying to, respect to that. think that way. I respect that. I respect that. Okay. Then we're moving on to the number seventh overall pick. You've already told us. what. No, no. You told us the number 10 pick. Okay. I apologize. Then what do you have for the Giants going number seven? The other Giants team. So I have them going back 
Oh, not going back. Going into defense, taking a cornerback, Derek Stingley Jr., who's still available. They're happy with that. Get a cornerback to add to, what's his name? Their free um, agent they got. Oh, uh, no. Bradbury's gone. They have someone else there still. Do they? I don't know. Either way, they get a DB. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm hoping that you're wrong because I do not want Derek, Derek Stingley in our division. I need that to not be a thing. But I also went defense, and I went Trevon Walker, another edge from uh, from Georgia. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. They could definitely use help there, too. So then we've got the number eight overall pick, and that's the Falcons. This one, people have kind of been all over the board with where they could go. I know where I would go, but I'm not that team. So what do you think? So this is a hard one. The I used PFF for mm-hmm. my mock draft, and they had George Karloftis rated highly as a D lineman. Figure people love D lineman in the top 10, so I mm-hmm. had them taking him. Oh, no. I mean, George Karloftis is a very good tight end. Uh, as yeah. the best remaining tight end, or not tight end, I'm sorry, defensive end, yeah. as the best remaining defensive end, absolutely. But for me, I'm looking at the wide receiver position. Calvin Ridley's gone. I know they were trying to move him, but there's a void there. I think they go with Jamison Williams from Alabama. That would seem a very logical uh, position to take. The wide receiver. (laughs) (laughs) But I just don't feel like there's a receiver worth top 10 right now. There's no clear-cut guy. We've said it before. Don't take a receiver top 10. Now, of course, teams don't listen to us, and they screw that up. Well, the reason why they don't listen to us is because they see like guys like Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams tearing up the league, not remembering that these guys don't go in the top 10. They go in the second and third round. The only good one lately is Jamar Chase, who's really been one, worth one season. Top that's it. billing. Yeah, true. So I give him more time. I'm not saying that he won't be great, but you're going to want to be able to stack more evidence to that argument. Certainly. And this one for receiver, I feel is more a deep class than a, like a top t- tier talent one. So that's why mm-hmm. I had teams waiting till like, there's gonna be a rush on them, but they waited till 10 is when my first one went. But No, I get it. I mean, the, like you were saying, this receiver class is deep, like George Pickens and Jahad Dotson. Both of those guys are very good players. There's just going to be that rush, like you said, and it's probably middle of the second is when you're just going to start seeing them flying off the board. That's where it should go, but we will see. All right, let's move on to Denver with their new quarterback. I have them taking a tackle. Ikeem Ickle. No, sorry, not Denver. No, it's whoa, from whoa, Denver. It's Seattle. Duh. Seattle. Slow down, Duh. my guy. Slow my down. Bad. There's a lot of teams here. It came from Denver. So I was just thinking back to the original draft order. My God, have you been day drinking again? I should be. Either way, both teams need to protect their new quarterback. <laughs> Seattle yeah, needs a true. lot more help. I still had Akeem Ekwanu on the board. I had them taking him. Okay, all right. Uh, I went to the other side of the ball. It, it, it seems like that was their identity, and they want to try to get that back. Hence the reason they shipped off their offensive pieces. So I went with uh, Tremaine Johnson, uh, the edge out of Florida State. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense, too. They definitely need help. They have not found a good pass rusher in a little while. Okay. All right. And then number 10, we already know who you've got. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. I mean, I think we're both on the right track regarding you know what their needs could be. But 
remind me again, where did who did you have them taking third? Uh, what was it third or fourth overall? I had them taking Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay, got it. So, so for me, number 10, I've got them getting Sauce Gardner. Oh, that okay. is the value to me. That would be a great one-two punch. Yeah, so then we can skip right over pick number 11, go straight <laughs> to 12 if you'd like. So if this falls this way, there's somebody sitting there just kind of glaring at everybody. Kyle Hamilton. Oof. Have him going I, 11 to Washington. That's my dream pick. I don't know if that's going to happen if, if he's there, but that's what I want to happen. I'm going to speak it into existence. Well, someone's hearing you because I did the exact same thing. If he's sitting there at 11, there's no way you don't take him. Especially you just got rid of Landon Collins, so there's an, a void that needs to be filled. And if you can fill it with the best player at that position available, take it. Completely agree. We don't need to stress too much. But look, there is nobody ahead who you feel is taking a safety in the top 10. I Agreed. It could easily happen. Agreed. Agreed. So then let's jump right on to the next one. We've got the Minnesota Vikings at 12. All right. So I had them going defense. That seems to be something they need to restock. Had him taking cornerback Trent McDuffie. Oh, okay. McDuffie is a good corner as well. And you're right. They do need to retool that defense. But I think they need to retool it uh, on the line. They need to be able to get after the quarterback. So I went with George Karloftis. Oh, okay. We're there having quite a bit of similar people being picked in this top 12 so far. Just maybe some different spots, but a lot of similar names. Well, that's what we were saying before. Like, you kind of know who the top guys are, but where they'll go, you have no clue. And you can make that argument for every draft, but this one in particular. This one is rough. Sometimes that first five is pretty easy. Right now, Mm -hmm. it's it's rough. Yeah, it it could go either way. It doesn't matter. All right. So the next group or next team we have is the Texans. Number 13, I gave them Jordan Davis, best defensive tackle in this draft, bar none. I mean, that makes sense considering, again, it's Lovey Smith. I had them go Mm -hmm. corner. Like I could see them just restocking defense all the way. I had them going receiver to add some more weapons because they desperately need somebody Mm -hmm. else to go with. What's his name? Uh, So I had them taking Drake London. Oh, okay. That's not a bad play. Now, my only thing, though, is if they're they're looking to move Brandon Cooks. So uh, I'm not sure. Extended him. Did they end up extending him? Yeah, two-year contract. Talk extension so get somebody else in there i thought drake london kind of paired nicely with cooks drake london that's not a bad bet that's the kid from usc big frame yeah so why not all right then let's go to the uh the baltimore ravens at number 14 what you got all right i had them going d line i think that's what d tackle Devonte wyatt oh okay get some nice. buys up front they love defense in the first they do love defense in the first but if anything, last season showed us is they need to protect Lamar Jackson. Hence the reason I have them taking David Cross with that pick. Okay, okay. It's a lot. I'm going to be a lot of linemen, I feel like, in this one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, especially for me and you. Like, that's, to us, that's how you build your team. Offensive line and defensive line, and you go out from there. Definitely. There's just a lack of some of these other positions. Like how many high value guards are there this year? Is there a first round guard going to go? I don't know. Or like linebacker, maybe. I don't There's not that premier pass rushing outside linebacker. I don't know, it's a weird draft. It is. It really is. All right. Well, let's move on. I have the Eagles going 
you, you already said him, but receiver, because they love receivers, Chris Olave. I also had the Eagles going Chris Olave at 15. So obviously that means it's going to happen. Gotcha. I thought you had said you had taken, but maybe I got confused. But yeah. No, no. I misspoke before. It was Garrett Wilson Wilson that I gave to the Jets. But no, I gave Chris Olave to the Eagles. It's definitely going to happen then. 100%. I think their plan is to draft a receiver in the first round for the next three years and hope one of them hits. Just for the foreseeable future. Exactly. Okay. Well, then we don't have to go any further on that one. Let's bump right on to number 16. We're looking at the New uh, New Orleans Saints. What you got? So I had them go in Jamison Williams because he was still yeah. there. I feel like they definitely need help with uh, – I can't remember anybody's name. Oh, right Mike now. Thomas. Mike Thomas's injury. We don't know how he's going to come back, get mm-hmm. somebody else. He always needs help anyway. They never have that many complimentary weapons. So I see them – the run on receiver is really starting on my draft. And it's continuing. Okay. Hey, you know what? I won't hate it if they end up going receiver because you're right. Mike Thomas needs the help. I think there's a lot of questions, especially at quarterback, you don't have answers for. And I would, if especially if you're playing the Bucks twice a year, uh, you're also going to have to worry about playing the uh, the Panthers twice a year as well. You're going to want to be able to stop uh, an offensive attack. So I looked at them getting Derek Stingley 16th overall. If he is there at 16, that's probably got to be the steal of the draft. That's ridiculous. That would be, yeah, they would be real lucky. And that could be the receivers and you know other people pushing down some of this talent. Like there's going to be, there's always some guys who get pushed down because, you know, maybe a team trades up and gets a quarterback, stuff like that, that shouldn't have been there, shouldn't have been taken. So very likely that could be the case and that would be really lucky for them. They would be. Think about it. Like, yeah, Marcus Williams, their safety just left in free agency, but you still have Marshawn Lattimore on one side of the field. Then if you had Derek Stingley on the other side of the field, like, you you could do a lot to protect your team if you can keep the other team at bay. Completely agree. All right. Well, let's move on to the Chargers, your second favorite team, I think. It's true. I love the Chargers. I love what they're doing. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to stick with what they were doing last year, building this offense. And I'm going to give them Trevor Penning, tackle from Northern Iowa, 17th overall. You put him on the other side of Rashawn Slater, oh, that's going to be gross. So I had the same thought with you. I just kind of flipped a coin between him and Bernard Raymond and went with Bernard Raymond. So another tackle. Is that the the Central uh, Michigan? Yes. Exactly. I think they're going to take whoever the highest tackle is or lineman really on the board is who they're definitely taking. You have to. You know what? I take it back. You don't have to, but if you're smart, you're going to. Should. Definitely. And it looked like they were doing all the right things last draft, all the right things this offseason. No reason to think that that trend stops now. Unfortunately for the rest of that AFC West, I think you're right. (laughs) It's true. It's true. All right. Well, then that brings us back around to the Eagles, who felt like they had a thousand picks to start this draft season. They're at number 18. Who do you have? So I had them go in Devin Lloyd. They're going to be happy that he's still there. The best linebacker on everyone's board. Mm -hmm. They rush out to go get him and try to add some more to that defense. Okay. Uh, Going over going 18th overall. I also had Devin Lloyd. Yeah. So. It's clear that we're locked into what the Eagles are doing, but no one else. <laughs> <laughs> we spend a lot of time thinking about the NFC East here. 
It's That's crazy because we have not really discussed a lot of this stuff yet. No. With all no, the no, free no, no. agency stuff, we've kind of been ignoring the draft a little bit. Like, we've been doing our own research independently. But yeah, that's funny. Nice. Hey, exactly. Again, this goes back to what we were saying before. We're one person. We're mind melding. <laughs> I don't think we're going to mind meld here. It'd be crazy if we do. So I'm going to start because it's the Saints of 19. They get their future quarterback in Kenny Pickett. Shut the fuck up because that's who I picked. What the? Oh, my God, people. This is insane. <laughs> that's exactly who I picked. I think you're absolutely right. They they get their quarterback of the future in Kenny Pickett. I think he's probably got the best potential out of all the quarterbacks just because his level of competition at Pitt. I think he's going to be the one we're going to see more returns from sooner rather than later. I think so, too. And then... It feels like he's one of those ones people are nitpicking, right? Because I think a lot of people dropped him because of his small hands. Is that right? No. Yeah, yeah. But how many quarterbacks have we seen overcome bullshit like that to be awesome? It's like true. Kylo Murray. He's too little. He just goes out and plays and makes good plays. So yeah. Saints, you know, Kenny Pickett probably could be the best in this draft. I don't necessarily know it's going to be that high of a ceiling. Like it's going to be a top five guy, but. That's crazy that we both thought the same thing. I'm telling you, one person, Matt. I, I assume we can put each other on our taxes as dependents now, right? Uh, it's getting close, man. Yeah, just present this as our, our evidence of that. Hey, we're basically the same person. Exactly. All right, well then, let's see if the run continues. I think we kind of fall apart here, but we'll see. Well, it has to because you already picked Malik Willis to go, and I put Malik Willis to the uh, Steelers. Maybe you're going quarterback, though, and we're still thinking along the same way. We're not. I'm looking about protecting the quarterback and going after and attacking that run game. So I gave them guard Zion Johnson from Boston. Oh, I feel like that's a reach, but okay. okay. I'm, that's where I, that's what I'm looking at. I could see the Steelers going somewhere on that line. They love getting, you know, dominating at offense and defensive line. They already have mm-hmm. the best, probably, defensive line. They've been it's leading true. in sacks for four years or something stupid like that. So yeah. beefing up that O-line makes a ton of sense. I'm going to need you to stop bringing up what their defensive line can do because <laughs> I should have had T.J. Watt, but I got Taco Charlton. Yeah, God TJ damn it. Watt is a good reason, <laughs> a large reason why they're the pretty much the best. I think it's crazy. I think they're you know leading the NFL sack. Probably started the exact same time they drafted T.J. Watt. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what we're doing? Hey, okay, you brought it up. I I opened myself up to you like, hey, this is a wound. Let's steer clear of it. And you just pour salt in there with a little bit of uh, salt bay action, <laughs> some hot sauce, everything else you could think of. Just pouring it right in the asshole. Oh you. yeah, if I have an easy opportunity, you know I'm gonna take it. Low hanging fruit. I respect that. <laughs> All right then. Twenty first overall, we've got the New England Patriots. Who do you have them getting? So. I feel like you could go receiver. I don't think they like to draft receiver. So I had them taking the best lineman that I had available on my board, which is Trayvon Walker. Okay. I ended up going defense as well, but I went Trent McDuffie because they lost JC Jackson uh, in free agency. So you, that's a, that's a need that they have to fill. Why not get it with the third best corner in the draft? That's the sort of value bullshit that tends to fall in the lap. I feel like. Of course, sometimes they go off way off base and they draft the utility Nikhil guy. Harry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nikhil Harry. But 
I wouldn't be surprised. Defense, I think, is where they're going to head up in the first. Okay. So then that brings us to Green Bay Packers, 22nd overall. What are you looking at? So I had them going tackle Trevor Penning. I just feel like they need to add to their O-line. They had a ton of injuries last year. Makes Mm -hmm. sense to start you know, adding some more guys to that. Not receiver can, like everyone else in the world is thinking. You're absolutely right. And that's exactly why you're probably going to be right. <laughs> because everyone's thinking you need a receiver. So they're going to pull a wild card and then trade up and draft a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Another running back in the first. Exactly. No, I actually had them getting Traylon Burks, the uh, receiver from Arkansas. That, it makes too much sense. It does. But how many times have they made, have they been in a position where it's like, it makes too much sense to draft a receiver and they just wait. True. They either don't or they wait to like the third, which to be fair, taking somebody in the second or third would not be a terrible move. Yeah. I mean, as we said before, it's fruitful. That's where you see your best benefits and best values. So I would get it. All right. Uh, what's our next guy? What's the next team there on the it's list? The Cardinals. Oh, fuck the Cardinals. I hate them. Do you want to go first? Um, sure. Go back Just because I hate them so much. Uh, I actually had them forfeiting their pick, <laughs> missing the deadline for turning in their card, and then falling completely out of the first round. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know why. I had them going Perion Winfrey, uh, tackle Oklahoma. Gotcha. Okay. Well, no. So if this happens, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate me if this comes true. I had Don't them be beefing asshole, up man. that O-line, taking Tyler Linderbaum. They desperately need more O-line help. I agree. Completely agree. And getting Linderbaum would be a great pickup for them. I think he falls, which makes no sense to me. But I get it. He's a center. You don't value centers that high. But But 23 is a pretty damn good spot for a center. That is great value. Now, we'll see what happens, though. So, rolling into the 24th (laughs) overall pick. I know you're hoping (laughs) the Cowboys think. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, no, okay. no, it is not who you think. Okay. I have the Cowboys taking Kenyon Green, offensive guard, Texas A&M. Oh, gotcha. Exactly. You okay. thought it was going to be Linderbaum. Uh-uh. I actually like Tyler Biotish from last year. I think he's going into his third year, getting his, uh, his NFL peanut butter, putting some weight on. Okay. I think he'll be good. Gotcha. Guard. That's what we need to attack. They Definitely need a guard. That's for sure. I had them going other side of the line. D lineman Jordan Davis. He was still available on my board. Oh. Too much value to take up to pass. They've been real good at drafting that value guy. Matt, I'm going to tell you right now. If Jordan Davis is staring me in the face at 24, I am not batting an eyelash. I am turned. You don't even have to start the clock. The card is already <laughs> on its way. <laughs> if you can get Jordan Davis at 24, I'm coming everywhere i had the receivers push just push them right down and then the quarterbacks so you never oh. know like there's going to be something crazy happens like i keep saying it is going to happen there's going to be a couple of crazy people like how the hell are they there my next hundred percent probably going to happen every too. year happens every year this will be no different yeah so let's move on to the bills again i just kind of teased it i had them get in jermaine johnson Adding to that D-line, adding to that pass rush, making it even scarier. No, you're absolutely right. That defense is phenomenal. I still think that they're one of the best overall teams in the NFL. And because of that defense, I think they're going to add more pieces to the defense. And I'm going with Andrew Booth, corner from Clemson. 
put him on the other side. You know, you've already got Micah Hyde in the background there. And then you've got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Trevathus Trevathus White, I think his name is. Yes. Tredavious. Tredavious. There it is. Yeah, you got me confused too. Yeah, so it makes tons of sense. Yeah, they're they're going to continue to just beef up that team to really make a run and get past the uh, the Chiefs. Agreed. All right. Well, Titans, what do you got? Twenty sixth overall. I'm giving them uh, Kahir Elam, the uh, the corner from Florida. Okay. I feel like this he's going to go right around here. I had them go mm-hmm. in receiver though. Try to add. Okay. They need a compliment to AJ Brown. Sky Moore is more of that quicker, slotty guy to go with A.J. Brown, who's over the top big. If Sky Moore goes in the first round, somebody's getting slapped. It could happen, Sky Moore is good. He's good. Don't get me wrong, but he is not a first-round pick. But you have to think to yourself, is he going to be there when we draft into the second? Late in the second, is he going to be there? Or are people going to snap him up in that early middle second? But there are so many other positions of value still on the board. That makes... No sense if he goes, you know what, we're just going down a rabbit hole. But Sky Moore, mark my words, does not get taken in the first round. <laughs> if he does, I will eat a shoe. I have I a big a run shoe. of receivers and people got worried, and so they started taking receiver. <laughs> All right. All right, well, then that brings us to the 27th overall pick, the Tampa Bay Bucks select. Who you got? So I had them going to Florida because they love drafting Florida players. Kair Elam. They need uh- Another cornerback could be really helpful for that team. Just get some okay. more people there. So we had Elam going around the same spot. Okay. I think that's that is a good place for his for his value. Like yeah, those that. late round or that late push in the first round. I think that's right. Yeah, we essentially have him as what, like the fourth cornerback? It's yeah. A pretty good spot to get him. So then I had the Tampa Bay Bucks getting Arnold uh Epikite, Penn State Edge. Okay. Put him on the other side of Joe Tryon. You put Joe Tryon on one side, you've got that kid, and then you still have Vita Vea in the middle of the line. Oh, Make a strong D-line even stronger? I don't Why hate not? that idea at all. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, then we're bringing this bitch on back up to the Great White North in uh, Green Bay. They've got the 20th overall pick. What do you got? I have them finally drafting a first-round receiver. Traylon Burks is still on my board. He gets taken by the Packers. Okay. Well, you know what? We were both right. They both they get Traylon Burks in your draft and my draft. But the difference, though, in my draft, they get the second-best linebacker in N'Kobe Dean. Okay? You cannot hate that. Getting N'Kobe Dean at the end of the first round and you still walked away with Traylon Burks, that's a... That's a A-grade draft right there. <laughs> Everyone gets an A from you, huh? Not everybody. Okay. Not the Cardinals. <laughs> Not the Cardinals. <laughs> no, I mean, that would make sense, too. Let's see what they do. Okay. All right, Chiefs are next at 29. Oh, okay. So I kind of went with conventional wisdom here, and I gave them Daxton Hill, safety from uh, from Michigan. Okay. Replacing yeah, Tyrion Matthew? Exactly. Matthew's gone, so they're going to need someone to fill that void. And if you can get the second best safety, why not? Gotcha. Okay. I have them replacing somebody, but I had them go in Jahan Dotson, receiver, replacing Tyreek Hill. Kind of feels like he's Tyreek Hill Jr. almost. See, and that's the problem I would have with that, though, is when you're trying to replace the top receiver in 
in the league, essentially. With this kid, I, I don't see it. Now, if you're going to be trying to, I guess, mold him into his own lane, maybe. But don't ask him to do the same things as Tyreek Hill. But people so, try to do that all too often. It's true. It's true. Okay. Well, the Chiefs are still on the board at 30. Who do you have? I had them reaching for, well, not reaching, but drafting Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback. Try to oh, get some okay. more defense. There you go. All right. That's not a bad play. That defense came on late at the end of the season, but it was an Achilles heel for sure in the beginning. So that's not a bad idea. For me, though, I'm going to the other side of the ball. I'm addressing the need at wide receiver, and I'm taking Drake London, USC wide receiver. Gotcha. I think they would be very excited to get him at the end of the first. Oh, 100%. So then brings us to the last two teams, well, the last two spots in the first round. This team made it all the way to the Super Bowl. We got the Bengals, 31st overall, 31st overall pick. Matt, who do they take? I had them getting N'Kobe Dean. Thought this was a good oh. spot. They would be real happy to add a good linebacker at 31. Nice, nice. Well, in my draft, Tyler Lindenbaum was still available, so that's who they scooped up. Could you imagine him going to that offensive line that they completely restacked? This would be another one where... If that happens, they are calling the commish at the first second that they possibly can. They're probably calling him ahead of time and just saying, hey, if he's there, just go ahead and put it down. Like, Yeah, don't even consult with us. Just take our – if he's there, just go ahead and call his name. I mean, they don't even come over here. Just listen to trade offers for a bit and just laugh at them wildly. Like, no way we're not taking Linderbaum here. But, yeah, they would be just ecstatic. I know. Could could, just think about way. it, though. Like – they were able to get their right tackle in Lyle Collins. They got the uh, the right or the left guard in Alex Kappa. And then if you can get your center in Tyler Lindenbaum, holy shit, man. You're cooking with grease. They'd be having a very strong couple of years building that oh, team. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Man, the AFC North would just be so much fun to watch. Like between the fight or the duel between the Cincinnati or the Ohio teams when you're looking at the Browns and the Bengals. And then you've got the Ravens and then the Smash Mouth Steelers. Like, oh, that's going to be such a fun division. (laughs) Yet another AFC division that's going to be brutal, it seems like. Oh, absolutely. Don't worry about too much about the NFC, but the AFC is where the action is at. It's going to be scrappy in the NFC just because they're all average teams and one of them has to get to the Super Bowl. It's true. AFC, on the other hand, you've got like four – I would say maybe five elite teams who are all going to be scrapping to get to the Super Bowl. Like, that's going to be so good. Out of the 16 teams, what? There's going to be 12, 11 really fighting for the playoffs, I feel like? It's yeah. going to be a ton. It's going to be insane. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I loved how they shook up the uh, the NF, uh, the postseason seedings and all that this past season. I love that. All right. The last team, we're wrapping it up. The Lions are back on the board at 32. So I think that they get their quarterback of the future and they get Matt Corral. Oh, I had them going quarterback to us, hoping we were on the same brave brain wave length, wavelength, wavelength, whatever. Sam Howell is who I had them taking. Oh, see, I like how I like his tape. I like that he was more than a one year starter, but I, I don't think you can pass him. Matt at this point. Not yet. I think Sam Howell could be very good in the second round. He's going to be a great value in the second round. Hopefully 
not to the Washington Commanders. That's where I'm hoping Matt Corral goes. Number 11 oh. in the second. So it's a little bit of me hoping because I'd okay. be perfectly happy if they take either Sam Howell or Matt Corral at 11 in the second. Like get Could that you stud guy in the first and then back a, a future quarterback in the second. Like, could you imagine you get your safety in the fir- like the first round, and then you get your quarterback in the future in the second round, and you've already got pieces there. Like, this could put that could potentially like be the building blocks and the foundation for a great run. That would be awesome. Like, that's what I need. But I don't have a lot of hope in this happening. But <laughs> but I would love it if they somehow pulled all that off. Oh, all right. Well, Commanders Nation, if you were listening. Breathe it into existence. Make Matt happy for once in his life. He's been living in despair for, what are you, like 40 now? 41, something like that? I'm not as old as you, sir. I'm only <laughs> a sprightly 35. Don't let this gray beard fool you. Exactly. That's that's lived experiences. That doesn't, that doesn't say anything about your age. Yeah, that's true, though. I mean, that makes a fair point. My body is only 35-year-old. I'm like 50 <laughs> for what I've been through. <laughs> there you go. And 85% of it was because of the Washington teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I felt a hurt like I've never had before. It's It's been rough. What, 20 years now I've been following them pretty closely? Well, 22 years. So Exactly. And that says a lot that that's one of the worst pains considering you tore your ACL. Yeah, ACL is nothing compared to <laughs> some of the bullshit I've had to put up with. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's our mock, guys. I think we're going to try to do one more before the draft. So we'll have a chance to maybe hone in and maybe that one will do more like trades that we can kind of see happening. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I think we're going to come back to you guys in another two weeks. Two weeks. That's right. That gives us an opportunity to really hone in and get our shit together so we can bring you guys the best episode possible. That's right. Uh, It's been fun. Like always. Follow us on Twitter. It's been growing like crazy. Crazy. We're at Delay of Game Pod. It's true. Matt's not wrong. We've been growing like crazy, and it's been a lot of fun. And we've been just interacting with more and more people, really getting our names out there. We've got a couple of things coming up, potentially like a a podcast bracket tournament thing that uh, got reached out to us on. So that might be fun. Be on the lookout for that, uh, guys. As always, it's a pleasure. I love talking to you guys. We'll hit you up in two weeks. Yeah, this is the the most fun I have every two weeks. I always look forward to it. We'll be back soon. Bye.